Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Remote Hive podcast. I am your host Darren Cronian and in today's episode we're going to be going through the final part of a three part series where I've been sharing my exit strategy that helped me work remotely and travel. If you would like my exit strategy, every step that I feel you should go through, the steps that I went through, then please go and download my free 36-page guide at hivevine.com slash subscribe. Before we get into the main part of the episode, as usual, I'm going to be sharing a app of the week. And this week, the app that I'm sharing is called Pocket. Now, it's quite a popular app on Google, Android Store, and also the iOS Store. But I have to say, I've just used it so much in the last couple of weeks. And many people that I've spoken to don't know it exists. Now, as I'm browsing the internet, there's always something that's going to make me procrastinate. Normally, it's a really interesting video that's going to help me in my business, so it's an article. So what I do is save this content on the Pocket app. And then later in the week, when I have time, I actually browse through the app and consume the content. I particularly do this on a Sunday morning when I'm learning a new skill. It's good just to scan through and have a look at the articles that I feel are going to help me with learning this new skill. You can also tag all of the content so it's really easy to find. It's really nicely displayed in the app as well so it's really easy to find the content. Now of course, being a Yorkshire man, I'm a little careful with my money, so <laughs> you'll be glad to know that this app is free, and you can find it at getpocket.com, that's getpocket.com, or you can go to the Android, the Google Play Store, or the iOS App Store, and actually download it from there, it's Pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T. Before I forget, if you don't know, towards the end of the podcast, I actually answer a listener question. If you are going to be thinking about getting into freelancing, then definitely listen to the podcast all the way to the end. We are now going to get into the main part of the podcast, and we're going to be looking at the difference between freelancing and building a business the pros, the cons. We're also going to be looking at the truths of making money online. So let's get into it. Before you decide on if you are going to apply for a remote job with a company or be a freelancer or have your own business, you need to think about the future. It is 2024. You are in an airport and an ex-work colleague approaches you and asks what you've been up to over the last five years. What do you want to say to them? I really do believe that having a vision and a goal about the future really keeps you motivated and determined to do the work that you've got to do. For me, the first five years of this journey was all about ticking off items on my bucket list, like flying over Sydney in a helicopter, sandboarding down the dunes in New Zealand, going to Chernobyl and exploring around the exclusion zone, going to the Grand Canyon, going to Las Vegas, <laughs> of all places. And yes, just ticking off those items on my bucket list. 
What do you want to achieve with your life? How do you want to live your life? That's really important to start thinking about. If you have a vision, a goal for the future, then that's going to help you make the decision on how you make money online. Now, if you want to work for a company and apply for a remote job, then that's great because it gives you many benefits, including getting a regular salary every single month. And that is one of the biggest changes that you will find when you move to be a freelancer or an entrepreneur. You're just not going to know when money is going to be coming into your business. You really have to decide which is the best fit for you. I don't know about you, but I don't like stressing about money. So I loved being able to contract and I did that for four and a half years. I knew that when I sent my invoice, the company would pay me within two weeks. They were a very good company with regard to payments and that made my life so much easier. Finding the right clients and companies to work with is essential. But some questions that you need to ask yourself. Do you want the most freedom and flexibility that you can get out of this new lifestyle? then obviously working for a company as a remote job might not be for you. Do you want to build a database of clients that you freelance work for? And yes, over time, that client base will become the best people you can work with, the best companies who are going to pay you on time. Or do you want complete and utter freedom, but probably a lot more stress? And that's build your own product or service. Those are the things that you really need to think about at this stage. Something else to bear in mind that if you are going to apply for remote jobs is that because you don't have that freedom and flexibility, you will have to work unusual time zones depending on the companies that you are working for. For example, when I was contracting for American companies and I was in Southeast Asia, it meant that I had to work until one or two o'clock in the morning. But as I said, and I am repeating myself a little bit because I think this is so important, having that vision and goal on the type of lifestyle that you want to lead, the countries that you want to live in, the places and things that you want to do, is really important to think about now. I've said this in previous episodes, but starting your freelance career or business after you quit your job is the wrong way to go about it. That is a big mistake that I made. What I should have really been doing and what you should do is spend at least a year to two years building your freelance career and your business in your spare time. Use that full-time nine-to-five job to help you save the money and when you have the evenings and the weekends, spend that on building your business. Once you've really thought about how you want to work remotely, remote job, freelancer or entrepreneur building your own business, then the next step is to think about what kind of niche, what kind of industry do you want to be working in? Now, at this point, you might be thinking, Darren, I like the idea of applying for a job with a company that allows me to work remotely and travel. And that's fine. That's a good decision. That's going to give you many benefits, as I've said. But Don't wait until you quit your job to apply for those jobs. Start building a network now. Start thinking about the companies that you would like to work for. Look on job sites like weworkremotely.com and remoteok.io. 
and look through the jobs there, look at the businesses, the companies that are actually offering remote jobs right now. And what you can then do is go to social media, to LinkedIn, to Twitter, and follow decision makers within those companies. Think about the type of people that you could reach out to and build relationships with within those companies that you are interested in working for. As I've said, LinkedIn, Twitter, they have great search features, so you can find people pretty easily. Now, you might be a little bit nervous about building relationships with people through networking online, and it takes time, it takes practice, but the first thing that you can really do is just start engaging with them. When they are asking questions, answer them. Offer your opinion, your advice, and attract their attention over time. It isn't something that you do just maybe once or twice. You need to gradually do it over a period of time. That way, when you apply for the jobs for that company, the people who are the decision makers, the recruitment officers, the founders and CEOs, they will see your name and think, I remember Darren, he, he, he chatted to me a lot on Twitter. This was a, a really knowledgeable guy. He was, he was an expert in the field. That is what you need to get. You need to get to the point where they remember you and that makes your job of, <laughs> of being hired by that company so much easier. Now, if you want to become a freelancer or build a business, as I said, it's time to have that side hustle where you work in the evening and also during the weekend. If you want to become a freelancer, you can start to think about the types of clients that you want to work for. What kind of skills do you have from the skills analysis that we did in the last episode, episode 17? Really think about you know, what you actually want to do, what skills and passions you have that you can offer potential clients. I've actually written quite a few articles on hivevine.com slash tips about freelancing. There's lots of really good content there. Blowing my trumpet, but I believe it's true. So that's the freelancing side. If you want to build your own business, then you need to think about what type of business do you want to create? Is it going to be a product? Is it going to be a service? How are you going to make money? Who is your target audience? All of this isn't something that you can do like two or three weeks prior to quitting your job. You need to be doing this for a year, 18 months at least. Which is why I think just quitting your job without a plan is such a bad idea. If you have some level of planning, I think the main thing is you don't spend all of your time planning, but you have some type of plan of how you can build your business and start building it whilst you are working full time. Now you might be thinking, but Darren, I just don't have the time. I work 50 hours a week and there's no way that I've got that time to build a client base or build a business. But I believe if you really want it, you will make it happen. Even if you have to work just 10 hours a week, 10 hours is better than nothing. So let's get into some of the truths about making money online. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And believe me, they're not. How many people do you know that are working remotely and traveling? Very few, I suspect. In my kind of circle of friends and family, it's literally just me. Being a patient, determined passionate person about the freelance career or business that you want to launch is 
essential. If you do not have any of those traits, you are going to struggle. There are going to be days which are really, really tough. I had one of those days just today, but I fought through it. I've been determined. I've got a vision. I've got a goal and you need to have the same. With everything that you do in freelancing or building a business, you need to identify your target audience. You need to think about their pain points, their challenges, the questions that they are asking that you can offer advice on. Because if you give that value, if you help them through a challenge that they have, they are much likely to buy a service or product off you. But building that audience takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of content to put out there. You need to decide what type of content you are going to put out. Are you going to be into writing or video or audio or all free like myself? In the past, I've built communities online. I had a blog called Travel Rants and that was hugely popular. At its height, it was getting over 150,000 unique visitors every month. Now that took time to build. It took 18 months of writing an article nearly every day of the week. And yes, the articles sometimes were a little bit controversial, but that's what got people onto the site. That was the unique thing about that. It was my story around why I created Travel Rants. But even then, it didn't make a great deal of money because I didn't set it up really to make money. I set it up because I was passionate about what I was writing about. With hindsight, I would have done things differently. And who knows, I might have still been running that website now. Maybe that would have turned into a full-time business. I've no idea. I think there was potential there. There was a big audience, which is why I can't stress enough. You have to spend that time building your website, building your freelance career before you even think about quitting. So as I said in previous episodes, episodes 16 and 17 for those that want to listen back, really thinking about the skills that you have will give you confidence that you can become a freelancer. It will give you the confidence that you can build a product or service. It's essential that you build your passions into your work and life so you're not working every single day and you're spending more time doing the things that you love. Otherwise, what is the point of living this lifestyle, traveling around the world, if you can't see the places that you are living in because you are working? In this episode, I want to leave you with some actionable steps that you can take. The first step is just continuing to do your skills analysis that I talked about in episode 17. Really think about the skills that you have that you could offer to potential freelance clients or something that you can do as a business. Maybe it's a a product or service. Then I want you to think about the future and where you see yourself in five years time. What kind of lifestyle would you like to be leading? Would you like to be living in apartments, having a comfortable life, living in different cities, Kuala Lumpur, Tokyo, just jumping around cheap and expensive places? Or would you prefer to be spending all your time in Southeast Asia, living in hotels? The choice is entirely yours, but it's important you have a vision and goals. The next step is to think about what type of work do you want to do remotely? Do you want to be working for a company as an employee? Do you want to be a freelancer or an entrepreneur building your own business? 
I think those three steps are really going to help you move forward because at the end of the day, you need to make a decision on how you are going to work remotely so you can start to build that client base so that you can start to build your product or service before you quit. Before we get into the listener question, I wanted to talk about networking. And I know I've briefly gone through networking in this and previous episodes, but I don't think people realize how important it is. The main thing is that you don't spend all of your time planning and networking. You have to be actionable. But the thing with networking is it can open up so many doors. My first contracts when I quit my 9-to-5 job was thankfully through somebody I'd met at a networking event around 10 years earlier. If you are wanting to apply for a remote job to be an employee, then networking with the companies that you would like to work for is important. If you are going to become a freelancer, then networking with potential clients is also essential. If you have a business and you want to create a product, then networking with people within that niche and industry that's going to help you promote that product is also essential. Now, I wouldn't spend every single day networking because it can be a huge procrastinator. But what I would do and what I do is designate one day of the week where I will focus on networking. It doesn't necessarily have to be online. You've got the likes of LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, social media, but also use sites like meetup.com where you can go to networking events. Also look at Facebook events as well. To be honest, I could do a full episode on networking. I could write articles and create videos on it because it's such a big area of the success that I've gathered over the last five years of working remotely and traveling. If that is something that you would like me to do, send me an email to hello at hivevine.com. Hello at hivevine.com. Finally, I just want to say that this exit strategy is going to help most people. But at the end of the day, you have to be the kind of person that is an action taker. If you are a perfectionist, a procrastinator, or just lazy, then you are not going to be a successful remote worker and full-time traveler. The plan that I've been talking about is sensible. It's important to clear your debt, save up at least six months salary, and build your freelance career or business before you quit your nine to five job. When you are working on your freelance career or business whilst working full time, if you are struggling to attract freelance clients and your target audience for your business, then that is going to be the same when you are traveling and working remotely. So it's really important that you figure all of this out and you learn the necessary skills before you quit your job. Personally, I would spend at least 18 months building that business and freelance career before even thinking about quitting my job. If also whilst working full time and on your freelance career and business and you are really hating the process, you are not enjoying doing the work or building your product or service, then that isn't going to change when you start traveling around the world. If anything, you are going to have additional stresses on top of also trying to make money. Knowing the right time when you should quit your job is very difficult. 
but I feel you will know when it's the right time. But you'll still have doubts and, and confidence issues. I certainly did. But I knew in my gut the decision that I was making was the right one. And it certainly was because my life has changed over the last five years. And that's all I'm going to talk about right now about the exit strategy. I highly recommend that you go and download my free 36-page guide, which goes through all 12 steps. It will really help you plan and decide if this lifestyle is truly for you. As I'm thinking back to what I've said in this episode, I feel it's a bit all over the place. Today's not been a great day. I didn't sleep too well last night, so hopefully you've got some advice and information that you found useful in this episode. But now we are going to go on to the listener question. I always love this segment of the show. This episode's question is by Brian, who says, Thank you for your advice, Darren. I've decided to quit my job in 18 months' time to become a freelancer and go and live and travel in Southeast Asia. That's brilliant, Brian. Well done, you. He then goes on to ask the question that he needs to create a website, but he's no idea where to start. As a new freelancer, you do have a few options. Obviously, at this stage, you want to keep the cost down. So an option might be squarespace.com. Now on there, you can buy a domain name and then host the website on their servers. They offer lots of templates that you can select and make your website from that. You don't need a load of technical skills to set that up. So that might be one big advantage for you. Another option is wordpress.com. Again, you would buy a domain name, choose a theme, and then create your website around that. Again, very easy to do. It's a website builder, just like Squarespace. While I'm talking about WordPress, another option is to actually build your website using WordPress hosted on your own web space. Now, obviously, this is a little bit more technical, and I will be featuring new articles and videos on WordPress in the future. So keep a lookout for that content. But yes, I've used WordPress hosted on my own web servers for years. And it just means that you have more freedom and flexibility to how you want your website to look. For more information about self-hosted WordPress, go to wordpress.org. There are other options like wix.com, but I've never used that service. I've heard mixed reports about it, to be completely honest. But again, if you are looking for a more affordable way to create a website, it definitely is an option. My one big tip for a new freelancer creating a website is to keep it simple. Have the homepage and about me page, which details your story and who you are, your skills. Have a services page where you talk about the services that you offer. Have a contacts page. And that's all you really need at this point. Now, obviously, you need to showcase your skills and knowledge so you could create a blog as part of your website to write content. Definitely recommend doing that if you want to showcase your skills or have a portfolio where you can showcase your graphic design skills or, or whatever skills you've got. I will be going into much more detail about how to create a website for your freelance career or your business. So keep a lookout for that on HiveVine.com. I highly recommend that you subscribe to my monthly email because not only will you learn new skills, 
but also I promote the content that I've created. So if I've written a new article or created a new video, it will be featured in that newsletter, that email that I send out called The Hive. And you can get that along with my 36 page exit strategy guide on how to quit your job to work and travel at hivevine.com slash subscribe. That is it for this episode of The Remote Hive. I hope you found it useful. I hope I... <laughs> I hope I tried... Oh dear, it's been a bad day today. I didn't sleep well last night, so my brain has been all over the place. But next week we'll be back, my brain will be fresh, and I will be in Athens in Greece. Until then, have a great weekend and week ahead, and take care. Talk to you all next Friday. Thank you.